Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book, Eat Less Water, and a kitchen activist. Every Monday and Wednesday, I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1,300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Want to receive 10 tips to eat less water for your summer parties? Go to eatlesswater.com to download the free list. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast. I am Florencia Ramirez, your host. Imagine you just went shopping at the grocery store or farmer's market. You bought enough food to fill three shopping bags. You take those shopping bags, you put it in the grocery cart, you're walking to your car, and on the way, you take one of those bags, the one that has the most perishable things, and you throw it into the trash can. And this is what we do. The average person throws away a third of their food. And this is based on a worldwide total that a third of food produced worldwide is lost or wasted, about 1.3 billion tons. The average American family throws away about $1,800 worth of food every year. And for me, it hits home when I think about it in a 10-year block. So in one decade, I am potentially throwing away $18,000 of food. It's easy for us to measure it in terms of dollars. It's harder to measure it in water footprint totals. And it's harder to measure the soil lost and the energy lost in, in all that food that we're wasting every year. Wasting less food is the simplest, most effective, and cheapest way for us to save water, truly. I know I talk about different organic foods and agricultural methods that are saving water, and those things are so important. But if you never purchased anything organic and instead spent all your time and energy figuring out how to save food, that would make a huge impact on water systems around the world. Although I would suggest that you take money that you're saving and use it to support people who are really working to grow well-being on this planet because they need our dollars for sure. When we talk about food waste, we have a tendency to think about it as the waste at the farm level, the waste from the farm to the grocery store or the farm to the restaurant. You think about the waste that happens at the restaurant or at our schools, and then our homes. You know, 43% of all food waste is happening 
in our kitchens, not restaurants, not the farm, not our schools. 43% of that waste happens in our kitchens. And it turns out most of that food loss happens in the refrigerator. I read somewhere, which is a sad way to put it, but it's not far from the truth that the refrigerator is a place where food goes to die. September happens to be the International Awareness of Food Loss Month. So this is a great time to talk about two different places that you and I can be much more effective to waste less food in our kitchens. One is meal planning, and the second is refrigerator organization. And I've been thinking about refrigerator organization a lot because I think about it in terms of a hero's journey. (laughs) I'm a writer, so I'm thinking about it in three acts. Every story, every hero's journey happens in three acts. Think about all your favorite movies, all your favorite shows, any book you've read that's fiction. It all happens in three acts. So with our refrigerator, this is how it works for me. First act, my refrigerator needs some organization. Things are all jumbled up. That's like the default button of any household is a disorganized refrigerator, just at different levels of disorganization. So that's my act one. Act two is I get my act together. I get everything organized. I have the containers. I label. I make sure everything has a spot. And then everything is going well. And then act three, other people live in my house, especially three teenagers who take things out and put things back wherever they seem to find a spot for it. Or my husband who does a lot of the grocery shopping and he'll come back home and everybody comes into the kitchen to help unload. And then they place everything in the refrigerator in a jumbled mess. So again, I have to start from scratch. So that's my hero's journey. And I've got the second act pretty uh, well taken care of. But what I've come to understand is that the third act is a never-ending loop. But that's okay. It's like once you do a load of laundry, you have to do it again. The process happens again and again in a cycle. I've come to understand what my challenges are, and I'm happy to have those challenges because I'm happy to live in a family and have other people live in this house with me most of the time. But these are things that we can each do. These are the action tips that each of us can do starting today. So the food in your refrigerator doesn't get lost, it doesn't spoil, and it doesn't go to waste. The first thing, and I've talked about this before, is to shop your refrigerator first, right? That That is so key. Before you plan your meals, before you create your shopping list, shop your refrigerator first. How many times have you shown up to the grocery store and bought an ingredient and then come back to your refrigerator and see that you have it there? What I like to do Sundays is my day when I meal plan. It's usually right after breakfast. Michael and I will take out Sometimes I do. I'll take out recipe books if I feel like I need some inspiration. 
and I'll go through the recipe books. And we also have themed nights. And that's actually a good a good podcast itself is just to talk about that. So I will we'll come up, we'll brainstorm, we'll ask the kids if they have any suggestions for dinner. Often they don't. And we then create a meal plan for the week understanding what our schedules are. So if there's a night that I'm going to be gone, Michael knows he's making food that night and then he'll make something that he likes to make. Or if we're going to be out, we know that that's a good night to have a flex night, which is a night where where you eat leftovers, which takes me to leftovers. Label, label, label is what I've learned the hard way. And that's a trick I learned from chefs, which is likely why restaurants waste less food than we do in our home kitchens. They are labeling everything in a container and with the date. That is really helpful for me. So for example, I just made a bunch of empanadas. I'll write exactly which kind of empanadas it is and the date. Another place is for rice because rice doesn't have a long shelf life in the refrigerator. So I'll make sure that I put the date for that. And also when you take out food from a restaurant, take it out of the box and place it in a container and do the same thing. Label it and put the date, what the contents are and and the date. I notice with my kids, if they come home with some takeout and they shove it inside of the refrigerator in in its original bag, in the plastic bag or in the box that you can't see through, it will not get eaten. It needs to be removed, placed into the container and with the label. That makes a big difference in our refrigerator to minimize the takeout food waste as well. And when I'm talking about containers, I'm referring to the plastic reusable containers. And what I did is I I measured the refrigerator shelves and took those measurements to a con- the container store and looked through all of my choices and chose the ones that could stack really well with each other. I also chose containers and this seems like a minor detail, but in a refrigerator where there's not a lot of real estate, every single micro inch matters. So instead of choosing rounded bottoms, I chose containers that have sharp corners because I gain some more space that way. And then again, making sure that they all coordinate and stack on top of each other. So that's my container strategy. When I keep saying labeling, I just use painter's tape, that blue painter's tape. If you notice on my How to Eat Less Water podcast artwork, you'll see two different kinds of labels. The plastic labels that you use with the little gun, which I love the look of that type of labeling, but I use those only for jars where I know the contents aren't going to change or for the larger bins that you purchase for refrigerator organization. So they're the the bigger ones. They're the ones that are the depth of the refrigerator shelves. So I like to use that for milk. 
I have another one for bread, another for condiments. And for those, I do use the more permanent label, the, the one that you use the gun to press the imprint of the letter. But for leftovers, for items where it has shorter shelf lives, I use the painters, the blue painters tape because it doesn't leave any stickiness on the container. And it's very easy just to use a Sharpie and write on it. And you know, it's a whole marketing strategy in the refrigerator too. I make sure I write it down pretty. <laughs> I mean, I have pretty nice handwriting, but it's like taking that little bit of extra time to write what it is in the way that, say, if you went to a, uh, some cafe or bakery and how there's time that was taken to write things down, and it just makes everything more appealing. And you want things to be appealing in your refrigerator for the other people in your household, i.e. children, to want to eat those leftovers. And also for me too. So those are just little tiny things, again, that add up to big things. Again, 43% of food is lost in our kitchen. So those little things absolutely will add up if many of us are doing them. I think this is a great place to end this episode. I am going to continue this conversation because there's a lot more to say around refrigerator organization, freezer organization, pantry organization. In other words, a kitchen that's organized and has systems in place will waste less food. That that it's it's organizing, not coming at it from is this a Pinterest ready, beautiful looking organizational system? Because I've seen those pictures and they do not seem practical. But this is about organizing to minimize food waste to minimize the water we throw away in our food, to minimize the loss of money and the loss of resources. I'm coming at this from that perspective, designing refrigerator organization to waste less food. This coming month of September, I'm gonna spend more time and just break down some other ideas, like for example, what vegetables we should be keeping in the refrigerator and which ones we shouldn't. I think that'll surprise you. I'll do that in the upcoming weeks. Also, the whole idea of labeling, like the Best Buy and where that comes from. So I have a lot of good ideas coming up. I'm so grateful that you spent this time with me, and I'm also really grateful for all of the feedback I've been receiving. It does help me to keep doing what I do. Please join me here again every Monday and Wednesday and share this with others. That's how this message will grow because like I said earlier, these little things will add up to big things if more of us are doing it. And the way you can help is by spreading these episodes or talking about it with friends and sharing what you're learning and the new habits that you're integrating in your own kitchen, in your own life, in your own daily rounds. Thank you again for coming at this with an open mind and open heart. And I look forward to seeing you here again. Be well.
Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water Shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at Eat Less Water. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review, even if it's only the star rating, because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to eat less water. Together, we will write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. Meet you back here every Monday and Wednesday. There is power in the collective. Thank you.